Does that make it legit or does that make it? Where's that boat horn sound effect you get? Uh, you don't like it? <laughs> That's a grift. Are you kidding me? Uh, a the... Jesus-like figure. It's just, there it is. <laughs> Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. In for Vince Petrano, here's Eric Bilstad. So Vince is back on Tuesday. He's heading east. He's taking his oldest daughter to college. So change is taking place in the Vetrano household. So we wish him the best of luck and love as he takes on that endeavor. Meanwhile, Greg Pancake Hill, also some uh, family news. Greg, if if it doesn't happen before this day, is going to have a baby on Sunday. He's not going to have it. His wife is going to have a baby Sunday. That's right. That's the induction date, Greg? Yeah, so Saturday actually oh, is okay. the date, but I, I mean, anticipating how everything goes and hearing other birth stories, I would probably guess closer okay. to Sunday. Hey, right. right before football season, you poor soul. What are you talking about? It's going to be great. (laughs) It's going to be awesome. i got a kid to watch football with. So we have some uh, advice coming in on the old National Bank talk and text line 855-616-1620. Here's one from the 414, Greg. Remember that everything is a stage, so the rough times will pass and move on to another stage, which will also pass, and your baby will grow up. So advice, uh, keep them coming. Great advice coming in on the old National Bank talk and text lines. So uh, much more on the debate and what happens today. There's uh, more details taking place today, of course. Uh, The story does not end politically. Uh, Former President Donald Trump will be in Georgia later today, so we will get into that. Um, There was a question last night that did make me laugh. There's always a question or two at these debates that is just silly. And uh, here was last night's ridiculous question. Governor Christie, do you believe that the recent spike in UFO encounters... I get the UFO question? Yeah, you know. Someone had to get it. Someone had to get the UFO question, and it was Christy. I think it's horrible that just because I'm from New Jersey, you asked me about unidentified flying objects and Martians. Um, We're different, but we're not that different. Um, Look, um, of course, the job of the President of the United States is to level with the American people about everything. The job of the President of the United States is to stand for truth. The job of the President of the United States is to be a role model for our children and our grandchildren. And so whether it was UFOs or this problem of education and Tim's right... Oh, you're, out of, you're out of time. You're out of time on the UFO question. Actually, he went on to somehow turn it into an attack on teachers, kind of. So it was a weird... He positioned it there at the end, a little interesting. Uh, much more on what happened last night and what happens in the days to come. We'll do that here in about 10 minutes. Right now, though, 714 in sports is next. And it's brought to you by Wisconsin, Harley-Davidson, and Oconomowoc. It's your destination dealer. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. Bryce Terrain hit a two-out infield single in the bottom of the 10th inning as the Milwaukee Brewers completed the sweep over the Minnesota Twins by a final score of 8-7 on Wednesday afternoon. On the ground, left side to play! Save! Ball game over! Terrain gets it done, and again it's a rookie! Seven and ten innings. Jeff Levering on the call there as the Brewers go on to win their fifth straight game. They sweep the Twins by two games with the win. The Brewers remaining in the lead in the NL Central by three and a half games. It's an off day today for the Brewer. 
as they will welcome in the San Diego Padres for a three-game set that will begin on Friday night. And speaking of Friday night, CC Sabathia, that anchor for the 2008 Brewers playoff team, finally making his return back to the Brew City Sabathia on what he remembers most of his time in Milwaukee. I just, I, I mean, I remember when I was in Milwaukee, it was such an exciting time. You know, it was people tailgating outside the game. I, you know, I had never seen um, a fan base be so enthused, you know, about, mm-hmm. about a team. You know, the way that stadium packs out and sells out. But the enthusiasm I feel like in Milwaukee, because we hadn't been to the playoffs in so long, um, was something that was new to me. For you guys, have you ever came across a player who's only been in a team for I think he was here two months, have such an impact. And, and no. Kind of, it's it was, kind of remarkable. It was incredible, but yeah. I remember enjoying it at the time. Like, just sure. everyone was enjoying the wave as it was taking place. Like, we all got on, and every every game mattered. And that was the same year they they bounced Yost, right? Like yeah, that. and I I remember, I was, I this, I that summer I left to go to the Army. I was in basic training before internet and smartphones. Yeah. And my dad was, like, writing me every other week, like, Holy cow, they just got CC Sabathia and the yeah. Brewers. And I remember it being a big deal that, that oh the Brewers gosh. are going to the playoffs. And I mean, 26 years and uh, good times for Milwaukee. Sabathia is scheduled to throw out the first pitch on Harry Potter night. That's Friday night again at American Family Field. From baseball to the NFL, where the Green Bay Packers are preparing for their final preseason matchup of this summer, the Packers will take on the Seahawks at Lambeau this weekend. The Packers wrapped up their public practices for the summer on Wednesday afternoon. And for Jordan Love, the support for him has been noticeable. Everybody I've ran into, um, like I said, at practice, riding bikes around town, it's all positive stuff. People are all excited, um, excited for me, and they're just pretty much telling me they're rooting for me. They're behind me. They got my back. Um, but it's just it's all positive stuff. You know, it's, it's good to hear. It's, it's awesome to hear from people outside the city. Packers Seahawks kickoff is all set for noon on Saturday, and I was just talking to Eric during the break. Pack. A hoodie. Yeah, right? So I'm taking my kid to his first Packers game and was excited to like sit in shorts and a t-shirt. And Enjoy I don't know. a cold beer in the warm sun and it it's going to be chilly. Yeah. <laughs> Compared like to what it's, it is now. High in the upper 60s maybe in Green yeah. Bay. And yeah. you never know too, like when it, when that breeze comes through Lambeau, it swoops in there. And But get there early. We talked about that earlier. Get get there early. Uh, allow your kid to, to experience that. There's nothing, and I'm biased, but that's okay. Nothing beats the Lambeau Field experience for for any person of any age. Great advice. Thank you for that. I appreciate it. Uh, on the Old National Bank Talk and Text Line, we've been taking advice for Greg Pancake Hill, whose wife is going to have her baby this weekend. And here's one, Greg, from the 262. It sounds crazy, but get that baby on a schedule and stick to a schedule as soon as you can. I thought my daughter-in-law was crazy, but wow, what a difference with my grandson and invest in a good sleep sack. So get yourself a sleep sack and get that baby on a schedule. 719. Hold on, listen, listen, listen. No, hold on, hold on. I've had enough. I've had enough already tonight of a guy who sounds like ChatGPT. There you go. All the one-liners. Yes, the debate at Pfizer Forum right here in downtown Milwaukee is in the books. Joining us now on Wisconsin's Morning News on the Tri-County Contracting Hotline from the Washington Post is Leanne Caldwell, the early 202 co-author. Hello, Leanne. Hello. Yeah, there always seems to be that moment, that nervous energy at the beginning of these debates where everyone tries to make sure they get in a couple of their pre-written zingers, some of their comments that they need to make sure are quotable and out there for the media. 
Yeah, that's absolutely right. And then finally, they started to settle into their stride and the disdain for Vivek Ramaswamy was was on full display last night, especially from the governors uh, and former Vice President Mike Pence, who is also a governor. Um, they, they just seemed like they could not stand him. They thought that he was arrogant. They thought he was young and experienced. He had no reason to be on that debate stage, but he was soaking up all of that attention and uh, he got a lot of applause from the crowd. Yeah. And, you know, that was one thing that really stuck out to me was how much and I guess he was what, number two on the stage in terms of positioning. But just there yeah. there was a lot of Vivek last night. It was like the and the crowd, he got uh, reactions from the crowd almost every time he talked. Yeah, he's witty. He's funny. He's, you know, quick on his feet. He's he was in the center of the stage. Um, and so he really did kind of take all of the a lot of the arrows from the other candidates. His poll numbers are increasing. I mean, they're all behind the former president, but but Vivek's poll numbers are increasing. He is getting a lot of attention from different swaths of of the country, especially among young voters, and he's completely embracing that. But the fact that Vivek was kind of the center of the attacks says a lot about Ron DeSantis, who fully expected to be that person, and people just kind of ignored him up there. Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene was in town, obviously supporting the former president, Donald Trump, and she was on our sister station, 1017 The Truth, yesterday. I want to play a quick soundbite for you, what she said. She feels like this thing is over. For Republican voters, this primary is over. Uh, we do we do feel that President Trump is going to win. He has, he has, I mean, it depends on which poll and which state, but it bounces between well over 50% to, to well over 60% support in the primary. So with many thinking the primary is, is already over, how do you position if you're one of these other candidates? Do you, do you go on the attack on former President Donald Trump since he is the, the front runner, or do you chip away at some of these others? Well, that's just the interesting thing about this is that Donald Trump has such a hold on the Republican Party still that these other candidates aren't even trying to attack him because they don't want to anger his voters. And that puts all of these other challengers in such a really difficult spot. We saw that last night on the debate stage when the Fox News moderators asked about the former president and the crowd booed them. Um, they don't want to hear anything negative about them. And so it's really hard to try to beat someone when you can't attack that person or draw contrast with that person aggressively because they have so much support. Now, whether the primary is actually over or not, I mean, it is very difficult to make up that, that lead that Donald Trump has. But we're still five months out from Iowa Anything can happen. We don't know what's going to happen with Donald Trump's legal challenges. He is spending a lot of money on those. He's not spending as much money campaigning. And so we're going to have to see. But I will say, in talking to all of these campaigns, they do admit that they are running to position themselves to be in the best place in case something happens to Donald Trump. Good stuff. Leanne Caldwell on Wisconsin's Morning News. Thank you so much, Leanne. Appreciate it.
Thanks for having me. Brewers GM Matt Arnold joins us for Brewers 360 at 745. Okay, so how about this one? Everyone's using AI now, right? Everyone's taking advantage of... Chat GPT. Yeah, that's right. Chat GPT. So now there's a company creating a Chat GPT function for talking to Christ. And you can also talk to the devil in this new smartphone tech. In the era of chatbots and AI, even the biblical figures are not immune. Welcome to the world of text with Jesus, where you're a tap away from a conversation with the holy and for a price the not so holy. Yeah, you can talk to the devil too. Here's what's interesting about this. It's designed with devoted Christians in mind. So the whole idea of texting with Jesus using like ChatGPT and AI Promises interaction with figures like Jesus, Mary, Joseph, Peter, Matthew. The app wears its spirituality basically by guiding you through its queries with responses mined from the depths of the Bible's rich text. So they're taking all the content from the Bible in order to respond to your questions. Does that make it legit or does that make it... What is that boat horn sound effect you get? You don't like it? (laughs) That's a grift. Are you kidding me? Uh, A Jesus-like figure. It's just, there it is. (laughs) The app's most controversial feature, according to Fox here, is that you can have a conversation with Satan himself. Sure, you can. (laughs) Now, is it really all that bad, though? I mean, you can't learn something from this. If If it's taking, if it's mining data, if it's mining... Psalms, if it's mining things from the Bible. You already have that. It's called the Bible. Yeah, but this is another way to create. Are you paying for this? Well, I think you always have to pay for something, right? Yeah, and some of this you do have to pay for. What if you paid for an app because you thought you were talking to your favorite athlete, but it turned out that Jordan Love was just an AI-generated <laughs> bot? It was like, well, we took some. What is Jordan Love? We took to some Jordan this? Love quotes and we put it yeah, into an app. Okay. You're basically talking to him. Also, five ninety nine a month, please. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> this portion of the show is sponsored by Annex Wealth Management's Money Talk. It's heard Saturdays right here on WTMJ. Saturdays at ten. So we do have this excessive heat warning today, and then things will cool off as we get into the weekend. One thing that'll help you cool off, pumpkin spice. It's back officially now. It's starting today, Starbucks is selling the pumpkin spice stuff. It is all over. Like the pumpkin spice, everything is orange, the grocery store yeah. shelves, the, the coffee, the creamers, all of it. You know what I had? I saw on the shelves the other day, I was in Portage last weekend, which was awesome, and I saw on the shelves there, Lakefront's uh, pumpkin lager. And it's we, time. Yes. we bought some. And I have to admit, like, I had, I was like, oh, it's a little early for this. And I had one, and, like, the flavor and the taste actually brought me to fall. I was like, wow, I'm, I'm here. You get a flannel and a Patagonia yeah, vest on, all, all of a sudden, sudden you look down, <laughs> yeah, what there's a fire going. And I don't know how I felt about it, but it was an interesting transition in my Nothing brain. Nothing says either. fall like deadly heat waves either. <laughs> <laughs> Great. 744 Brewers 360 with Matt Arnold next time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. Bryce Terrain hit an infield single in the bottom of the 10th inning to score Willie Adamas as the Milwaukee Brewers completed the two-game sweep of the Minnesota Twins on Wednesday afternoon with the victory. The Brewers still leading the NL Central by three and a half games. The Brewers will begin a three-game set with the San Diego Padres beginning on Friday night. Brewers 
Outdoors 360 at 745, sponsored by Outdoor Living Unlimited. Joining us on the Tri-County Contracting Hotline is Matt Arnold, the Senior VP and General Manager of your Milwaukee Brewers. Matt, I was wondering, so your skipper, Craig Council, had a birthday earlier this week. Is that brought up in the office? Do you like pass around a card and have everyone sign it? Do you give them a gift card? How does that work when it's your manager having a birthday? <laughs> um, so over over the years, yeah, I mean, we've done things. So it, it, his birthday was actually on an off day. Yeah. So we didn't do much. He calls those choose your own friends days. <laughs> um, so we, get, you know, you, we all hang out together so much. He gets, you know, you get to pick your own friends on the off day. Um, but he. Uh, you know, we've had cakes for him, you know, he, but he does not want any attention on his birthday really ever, frankly. So we, we've tried to do some fun stuff for him in the past for sure. Oh, excellent. I have to remember that one. We have to send him a giant cake next year <laughs> just to celebrate <laughs> a random birthday. Hey, so yesterday, obviously one of the hottest days, I, I felt like for a day like that, watching it, it's, you want that game to end as soon as possible. It seems like I'm glad there's an off day today, just playing in that heat's got to be dangerous. Yeah, no question. I mean, we were honestly, we were worried about the fans too. I mean, just everybody, you know, it's a hot day out there. You could see the ball, you could see guys blowing on their hands, wiping as much as they could just to try to get a grip on the ball. You could see both teams were really struggling with it. The bullpen guys, you know, consistently just trying to wipe to the, to the extent that you just get a, a, a clean grip on the ball. So yeah, it was, it was good to, to come out of there with a win for sure. That's five in a row for you, Matt. It's been quite the year for you guys. I mean, first place, three and a half game lead in the division. Um, there, I want to ask you about a report that came out this week, uh, Matt, from Ken Rosenthal of The Athletic. He put in his article that you guys, the Milwaukee Brewers, were in talks with the Mets regarding Pete Alonzo. Two-part question here for you, Matt. Number one, can you confirm that report is accurate. Were you guys involved with Pete Alonso in a trade? And if you were, what did that package look like? Yeah. So look, I mean, obviously I, I can't, I can't talk about specifics around the trade deadline. You know, what I can say is that, you know, we were certainly aggressive trying to help this team. You know, I think that was, that was something that we set out to do. And and like we talked about the whole way, this, this team has certainly deserved that. Our fans deserve that. Um, and so, you know, we, we had a lot of different conversations about a lot of different players. I think some reports uh, may be a little more accurate than others. You know, just as I said, I just can't comment on specifics here. But, you know, again, we wanted to be in play on a lot of good players. And, um, you know, Pete is certainly one of those good players out there. Is that something you may visit in the uh, in the offseason, especially first base? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, those are the types of things, you know, when, when, when you have types of different kinds of conversations out there, sometimes those can carry into the off season. And, and so certainly we're going to continue to have dialogue around the league, of course. Matt Arnold, the senior VP and general manager of the Milwaukee Brewers joining us. Well, it seems like every week we talk to you, Matt, the, the team is chipping away. They're, they're another game up in first place, now three and a half games. So things looking good. Keep up the good work. Uh, oh, before we let you go, being a dad, any baby advice for our producer? Greg uh, Hill, our producer, is having a baby this weekend. His wife is pregnant. She's going to give birth, hopefully Saturday, but it's supposed to happen this weekend. What advice would you give the new dad? Um, I would say bring a lot of snacks to the delivery. That's what I mean. I just brought a backpack full of snacks. And so just, you know, for whatever reason, our, our babies took a long time to, to come out. And so I just brought a bunch of snacks. So I was good to go. <laughs> Noted. That's a fantastic. So do you eat the snacks in front of her while she's working or no? Maybe in the, maybe in the hallway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, thank you so much. We'll chat again next week.
All right. Thank you, guys. Matt Arnold, Senior VP and General Manager of your Milwaukee Brewers on Brewers 360. It is 7.50. That means Mark Tauscher joins us next. And it's Thursday, which means it's trivia time with Tausch. Right now, we need caller number six to join us for Trivia with Tausch. Old National Bank talking text line 855-616-1620. 855-616-1620. It's the most important pick you'll make all week. Who are you going to pick? This guy? The guy who sounds like ChatGPT. This guy? No, not really, Mike, actually. We're just going to have some fun tonight. For him. Hi, Mark Tauscher. The choice is yours. It's time for Trivia with Tausch on Wisconsin's Morning News. That's right. Trivia with Tausch every Thursday at this time. Mark Tauscher seems to think that he can win Occasionally, <laughs> occasionally you might pull yeah, it out. I, He's on a cold streak. Uh, it, it always comes back to where Brandon's head's at. Before That's, <laughs> yeah. I'm not putting it on Brandon, but usually if Billstead doesn't jump the gun right away and go, uh, I'm I'm at least in play. All right, let's see. Today we have a different player since Vince is off. Mike Spalding is here. Mark from Whitewater joining us on the Tri County Contracting Hotline. All right, Mark. Do you know how the game is played? If not, I'll tell you quickly. You need to choose which one of us will answer Brandon's trivia question correctly. Will it be Mark Tauscher? Will it be me, Eric, or will it be Mike Spalding? And if you think we're all boneheads, then you can pick Brandon Snide to um, basically uh, win out by not getting an answer, which seems to happen from time to time. So who are you choosing? Well, Mark and Whitewater is going to go with another great Mark. Tausher. All right. Tausch. Oh, yes. Here we go. Uh, let's do it. This one's for the marks. Let's get this one done. <laughs> All right. Any waffle fans in the building today? Uh, sure. Is today yeah. National Waffle Day? Today is National Waffle Day. This and- is a pancake oh. show. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I apologize. Uh, well I apologize. Done. But in honor of National Waffle Day, which U.S. president was responsible for bringing the first ever <laughs> waffle maker to America. <laughs> I so just want to say one, but I probably should take a call. Well, that's that's what you do. I you know, shout the I answer know. out. That is kind of your brand. <laughs> and, and you've been pretty you accurate. Jump the gun, and then you go, and then you go get ready for the eight o'clock hour. And, and so, <laughs> go for it. No, 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 no. I I, I need a okay. clue on this one. Clue? Are we all in? Yeah, in I agreement? Need a clue. Yes. Okay. Definitely a clue. This president was known as a foodie. He also helped bring French fries to the U.S. He helped bring ice cream to the United States. One of the very first fans of the delicacy, most notably chocolate, cherry, and vanilla, was also a wine connoisseur. He loved all of it. Ooh. I'll go. I'll give one. Okay. Martin Van Buren, the Th- Van Buren. That answer is incorrect. I have an idea. I'm fascinated to know why you guessed Van Buren on that. He the sound, wine part? His last name sounds like a guy that drinks wine and knows about <laughs> French fries. I went solely based He's off also, the name. <laughs> okay. Uh, any more clues, Brandon? Sure. We'll go with clue number two. Okay. This president was responsible for doubling the size of the United States with this purchase, also known as the Louisiana Purchase. Mm. God, I should know that. <laughs> I thought that. I thought you might. Oh. That clue scared me when I. Th- I was thinking of you when I wrote that clue I down. Dang it! Should. Oh, I was uh, gonna say. Oh. I was gonna say Jefferson, but that's not correct. 
Um, I think that's too shoot. early. Yes. Oh, let's do the God. last clue. Do we have another? Clue? Dang it! Do we have another clue? You, are you? you yeah, good? I okay. suppose. Last clue. Pretty easy clue. I think this might give it away for you. This president designed and founded the University of Virginia. Andrew Jackson. Andrew Jackson is incorrect. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Thomas Jefferson. Thomas Jefferson is ah, correct. Come on. Thomas Jefferson brought four waffle irons back from ah. his trip to Amsterdam, spurring a waffle craze throughout the country. So Tosh. I wonder what else Thomas Jefferson was doing over in Amsterdam. <laughs> a real scoundrel that guy, that Jefferson. So so you when you said like brought back all the stuff, the wine and all that stuff, I yeah, Jefferson. Like I wrote Jefferson down. You you said it, yeah. I, um, I, I but tried then to hide I, my face. I thought Louisiana Purchase was a just a bit behind him. Just a God, Yeah, I thought it. the Louisiana Purchase was later than Jefferson. Uh. That threw me off. I was thinking Jefferson from the jump too. Well congratulations Mark from Whitewater. You just one. Hey, thanks a lot. Appreciate it. Hey, don't thanks, thank guys. me. Thank Tosh. Tosh. Tosh locked it in. Got back on his streak. Yeah, I, I knew I was going to deliver hey, for Mark. Uh, long break I just Mark. took. I knew I was going to deliver today. <laughs> All right, Tosh. We're back at it tomorrow. Sounds good. See you guys. 7.59. That's Mark Tosh on Wisconsin's Morning News. He's always sponsored by your Southeastern Wisconsin Chevy dealers.